Hi everybody, welcome to the Trudy Myrtle podcast. I'm Libby and this is episode 16. It's lovely to have you back. It's a miserable old day out there today down here in New Zealand. It's supposed to be summer people. We're supposed to be having some lovely weather and it's just not happening. Well it has sort of been happening but it's stopped. So today it's raining, it's grey, it's a little bit cooler. I've actually got jeans on and I was hoping not to wear my jeans from now until about April. But here I am back in jeans. I'm actually wearing a little tank top though with a cardigan over the top. I'm wearing a tiny pocket tank from Grainline Studios that I've made in some cotton fabric that my mum bought for me when I was a little girl. It's bright red and has little sprigs on it. Apparently I was allowed to choose it myself and I went for this electrically bright fabric according to my mother and she wasn't sure about it but I loved it and so I think she never made it up for me. I think it sat there for years actually never made up because it wasn't really her cup of tea. So finally she gave it to me last year and do you know I still love it? <laughs> it's strange isn't it? All the, I must have been about three or four I think when I chose it so that's a long time ago uh, but I decided to make it up into a little tank top and I'm wearing it today and over the top I've got a stripy cardi that I made a couple of years ago now, a few years ago even. I designed it myself when I was doing my um, wardrobe challenge of making myself an outfit every month and my intention has always been to write up the pattern and release it and fingers crossed I'm going to do that in the next couple of months so watch this space. If you want to see a picture of what I'm wearing check out Instagram or Facebook. I posted one earlier today so you can see it. So what have I got to talk to you about today? I've got a few things. I've got a new pattern that's out so I'll tell you a little bit about that. I've been doing heaps of knitting from patterns that aren't mine which is absolutely fantastic. It's such sweet relief to knit a pattern when you're not worrying about the stitch counts at the end and whether this makes sense and how it's going to flow. So I've been really enjoying some knitting from other designers and I'll talk to you about that. I've got some sewing that's staring at me and I have started it but haven't done much and I've learnt a few helpful things so I'm going to share those with you as well. Now you might already follow me in other places, I'm all over Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram, I really enjoy Instagram and I'm there every single day so if you want to follow along with the ins and outs of what's happening at Trudy Myrtle hop over to Instagram and follow me, I'm Trudy Myrtle Photos over there. I'm also on Facebook, I've got a Facebook group for Trudy Myrtle so pop over and, and find me there too. And I have a newsletter which I send out once a month for a regular newsletter and then when I have a new pattern release I'll just pop one out to you as well. And my newsletter is called uh, a Trudy Myrtle Handmade Newsletter and it's a, a mini mag. So it's just like a miniature magazine, I usually have one main article in it about something that I haven't written about anywhere else. and. I have tips about knitting and sewing and links to great stuff I've found and information about new patterns and what's coming up. So it's a nice little read. It just comes once a month in the last week of the month on a Wednesday in New Zealand. For a lot of you that's going to be Tuesday around the world but it's the last one in the month. You can find it uh, by following over to trulymyrtle.com and signing up there. You just have to enter your email address and go onto my list. I just actually sent one out this morning to let you know that my new pattern, Pukiha, is out. But there will be one coming at the end of December, so go and sign up now if you want to. Just watch, though, 
that it doesn't go into your junk folder. You can also find me on Ravelry and I've got a Ravelry group which is really lovely bunch of people that are really chatty and do you know there are nearly 1,000 people in the Ravelry group? We're 900 and something at the moment. So I'm hoping that we'll hit 1,000 soon and we might have some fun when we do that. Should we have a few giveaways and a knit along and... Anyway, I'm hoping that will be in the new year. So check out on Ravelry for the Trudy Myrtle Ravelry group and see what's going on there. I think that's everywhere you can find me. And my website, obviously, trudymyrtle.com. Did you know something exciting happened this last week, I think, and certainly in the last 10 days? I think it was the last week. The days just go so fast, don't they? And we're racing towards the end of the year, aren't we? And Christmas and holidays. And for us, it's the end of the school year. But anyway, I lose track of time. Something exciting happened. I got an email to let me know that this very podcast, the Trudy Myrtle podcast, was listed on iTunes' new and noteworthy category, which sounds exciting. I actually don't know if it I think it is exciting. People tell me that's cool. That's an exciting thing. So I felt kind of pleased when they said that. Apparently it's exciting. So I, from what I understand, iTunes picks out a few people that are new and noteworthy. I'm hoping I'm noteworthy and not just new, but you never know. <laughs> but anyway, they list you. But it, I just wanted to let you know as well, as sharing my excitement with you, so that you can go and have a look on new and noteworthy on iTunes if you listen to the podcast on iTunes because there's actually actually some really good podcasts there. So you might find some goodies to listen to, not just me. Did you know that also if you search for knitting or sewing or whatever it is that you want to search for, heaps of podcasts will come in up on iTunes so you actually can find lots of new and cool ones to listen to. Go and have a little look. Oh, the other thing I wanted to tell you was about my music. I have lots of people commenting about the music on the on this podcast. And the music has kindly been um, lent to me. I'm allowed to use it from a New Zealand band called Mr. Robber Rally. And they're actually a kid's band. But the music is so cool. It's really appealing to kids and adults. We have lots of Mr. Robber Rally albums. And the song that I use on this podcast is called Casting On, which is perfect, isn't it, for a knitting podcast? So casting on, it's a catchy little tune. You'll hear it, the whole song, I always put it at the end of the podcast. So if you stick around, you'll hear the whole song. And you can actually buy it off iTunes. They have got a website and I'll link to that in my show notes, which will be on iTunes and also on my website. And you can go and buy their CDs for yourselves. Honestly, it makes a car journey so much better with Mr. Robert Rally on the stereo. <laughs> So first up, let me tell you about my new pattern that was released today. Pokiha shawl is full of simple stitches that you can actually do in your sleep. Let me read you the blurb and then I'll fill it in after I've read it. So I've said, there's something special about knitting simple stitches with simply processed yarn that calms us down and feeds our souls. Pokiha takes a classic triangular shape and a rustic yarn and gives them an elegant twist for a very modern, relaxed style. Full of stitches that you can knit in your sleep, Pokiha lets you be still and quiet and truly enjoy glorious DK yarn running through your fingers. With its play on textures, winged ends and simple rolled edges, Pokiha is effortlessly wearable and is set to quickly become a classic wardrobe staple. The pattern is ideal for both beginner and experienced knitters. So it's a DK shawl. It starts with a classic triangle and then it adds wings on the side. So you have small triangles coming off the main triangle. And what those do is 
they beautifully cover your shoulders when you're putting it on and I quite like to wear this shawl just draped over my shoulders and hanging down the front so that the large point falls down my back and the two smaller points fall down each side of my arm on my shoulder. You can also wear it chucked around um, in a bandana style as well as flicking it over your shoulder on both sides so it's almost a bit like a poncho style. But I don't normally wear shawls uh, falling down at the back and over my shoulders but this one works really well and it adds just a little bit of um, weight to what I'm wearing so that it keeps me just a tiny bit warmer. I really like it worn like that. So it's all knit stitches and purl stitches and with some increases thrown in there as well. It starts at the top with a long tail cast on and then you just knit down to the point. I'm really keen on the edge, on the very final edge. It's just a nice little rolled edge and I haven't seen that on a shawl before. Certainly not one I've made anyway, uh, but the edge is rolled so it just softens everything up I think. It softens up that triangular shape. The name of the shawl is Pokiha and that is fox in Māori which is the native language in New Zealand. It's kind of foxy when you look at it. It's got a nice fox shape. When I first put it out, people suggested bat names and lots of bat shapes, but actually, Mr. Myrtle and I, and quite a few of you also thought it looked a bit like a fox. So I've gone with Pokiha for fox. Now, one thing I wanted to tell you was, you can get this pattern for this weekend up until Monday night in New Zealand, which will hold you, most of you guys will be your weekend. Uh, for 15% off. So if you want to grab the pattern with a discount, just use the code POKIHA, P-O-K-I-H-A, 15, POKIHA15, and you'll get a 15% discount off the pattern. And if you do buy it and you do make it, use the hashtag POKIHA shawl so we can all have a look at it. I love seeing the patterns that you're making up. It's fantastic. I just, so many interesting yarns and interesting color uses. I just can't wait to see them all. So do show me, won't you? It's written instructions. It's simple enough just to follow written instructions. We didn't need a chart and it's been edited by my tech editor and test knitted. You'll need about 460, probably just under, that's, that's a slight overestimate just to be safe, of DK yarn. I've used a beautifully soft alpaca from Gumtree Gully Alpacas, which is local to me. So it's this lightly twisted two-ply. It's, it's really soft, it's quite airy, um, and it just makes the shawl quite cosy and squishy, really. It just has a nice cush to it, because there's quite a bit of garter in it anyway. But if you have a nice soft, I think plump would be nice, a nice soft plump DK yarn, about 460 meters, then you'll be you'll be set to go with this. I think it's also quite a nice option to use other colors. Some of my testers included another color for the border and you can certainly stripe the edge with different colors if you want to as well. The possibilities are endless, aren't they, with knitting patterns? I love it. So that's Pukiha. You can find that out there on Ravelry today. I'll have a link in my show notes and uh, that's be the last one out for the year. So I'm getting ready for planning what I'm doing next year and it's looking quite exciting. I can't wait to get started. What else did I have to tell you? Oh, what's on my needles? I have been doing so much gift knitting. Like I said, not patterns of mine. I've finished the very fabulous Lady Grey hat from Claire Divine. I love that pattern. I'll have a link to it in my show notes. 
Claire knitted it with a really soft alpaca and so because mine was with the rosewood wool Romney, Aaron weight, I added just a little bit of length to the brim as Claire suggested just so that it would flop a bit. The hat is a combination of cables and lace that create a bias within the pattern. So one cable will lie to the left and the next cable will lie, cable will lie to the right and so on up the hat so it's, oh, it's really cute I really like this hat it's for one of my daughter's teachers at school who's leaving so I she's she's quite funky I hope she likes it too that one's finished finally there was actually a little mistake in it in my knitting but we're not going to tell her that I forgot a row of yarn overs quite early on and when I looked at it I was already a whole section on a whole nother repeat was done and I just Oh, I didn't know if I could bear having to rip it out again. So I showed everyone on Instagram and Facebook. And you know, most of you actually took some time to see it. Some of you didn't see it at all. And lots of people said, just knit it, for goodness sake. Just finish the hat. Nobody will see it when they're riding past on a horse. And I thought, well, that's true. They won't. And some people said, well, well you, you'll have to live with it. So if you're going to see it again. And I thought, well, actually, I'm never going to see it again. So does it really matter? And she, I don't think this teacher's a knitter. I don't think she's going to be closely inspecting the stitches. And I don't think it's that obvious. So do you know what? I just sat down and I just finished the hat. Because I've got too much else to do. So it's finished. It's done with its missing yarn overs. So the other thing I've got on my needles is the Jenny Beck shawl. And I'm really enjoying knitting that. It's for another teacher at school. I'm nearly done. I'm about two thirds of the way through that one. And I'm knitting it with Rowan Lima. Which is beautifully soft I got a whole pile of Rowan Lima a few years ago from John Lewis I must have been on sale I think and I've been meaning to make something with it and I haven't and this is a really nice biscuity beige lots of tones of biscuity beige actually I don't have the color band with me sorry so I can't tell you the um, name but it's it's a really nice caramels and biscuits and sand colors it's lovely and it's mostly baby alpaca bit of merino bit of nylon and it's chain plied so it's actually a hollow yarn it it's like a tube of finger of not finger knitting it's like a tube of that french knitting you do or an i-cord really but not really an i-cord i suppose it is anyway it's hollow so it's it's really curious to knit it's a little bit splitty and I I'm and I should change my needles because I'm using some silver you know metal knit pros and they're not the sharpest and it probably would do better to have some sharper needles but my favorite sharp needles my chia goos uh, I don't have size five which is what I think I'm using I only have those in smaller sizes anyway that's coming along the Jenny Beck cowl it's uh, by Linda Christina She's got some really nice cows, actually, if you're into cows. I haven't made a cow for years, and I do like wearing them, so I should make more. Anyway, that's a thought, isn't it? I should make more. So that one's done. Now, the third one that's on the needles, bearing in mind there are more teachers than I'm making gifts for at the moment, and I don't actually think I'm going to finish them, but the third one that's on my needles is the fabulous Lily Pilly Shawl by Amber O'Brien, and it's full of stripes and lace. It's huge. It's fabulous. And I, the teacher I'm making it for is fabulous and I just think she'll love it if I can finish it. Big if, I'm afraid. Because I finished the first stripe section and I'm using some Caspar, which is a cashmere, I think it's cashmere baby alpaca. I can't remember the exact blend, but it's a Caspar from Handmaiden Yarns. And I striped that with a silk merino blend from a local dyer called Spinning a Yarn. 
and then the lace section I'm actually using a Dream and Colour Smooshy. And I was really looking forward to using the skein and I was really disappointed to find it had lots and lots of breaks in it. And initially I thought, oh flip, they've just sent me a skein with lots of breaks. But actually, after showing all of you, uh, I'm thinking it's moths or something. Although there's no evidence of that around here, but uh, look, they're clean breaks and apparently that's typical of moths. There's quite a lot of them. It's pretty irregular. Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking it might be moths but anyway to be on the safe side I have put the yarn and all the other yarn it was next to in a big basket into my freezer so it's in the freezer it's been in the freezer for about three days so I'm hoping that's long enough because I'm planning as soon as I finish the Jenny Beck cowl to pull it out and get cracking with the lace on it and I am going to use it and it's not ideal because it's lace and I have a few short lengths but I'm going to try and use the longer lengths first and I'm just it's the color that matches I don't have time or the inclination actually to go and buy some more and it just will be fabulous if I can include it so I'm going to try it's a cashmere merino nylon I think that's right fingering in a pink so I learned a couple of things though about moths did you know that moths don't like cedar now I did know that and I actually have heaps of cedar balls and cedar blocks in my stash to help prevent moths so chances are it might not be actual moths apparently carpet beetles also like fiber which I haven't seen any carpet beetles but actually I don't even know what carpet beetles look like I should probably look them up on wikipedia or something shouldn't I what does a carpet beetle look like if you know you could tell me I imagine they're black are they black brown beetle like anyway I haven't seen any in my stash is not near the carpet so I'm hoping it's not carpet beetles the other thing someone said it might be are silverfish now that's possible because I've heard people talk about silverfish here someone said that silverfish preferred damp but it's not damp and someone else said she has silverfish and it's not damp where she is so who knows maybe silverfish aren't fussy after all but one thing apparently they don't like are bay leaves and I have a bay tree in my garden so as soon as I heard that I raced outside I picked a dozen bay leaves and I've scattered them through my stash so be gone with you silverfish if you're in fact eating my yarn I don't want you and I hope that does the trick the other thing that apparently is a wonderful thing to use when you've got problems with bugs eating your yarn is lavender and I don't actually have a lavender bush although I did have a plan to put in a little row of lavender outside my window so that obviously has to happen because I need to make some lavender sachets I might liberally sprinkle around a bit of lavender essential oil on some fabric I have some of that in the cupboard but I would like some lavender sachets so I think I'll pick some lavender and make myself some lavender sachets lots of people have told me lavender is great so there we are three three ideas to help protect your stash against bugs I hope you don't have bugs it's really not nice and they just seem to mysteriously creep up if they're there because I haven't seen any evidence of them so it's a bit of a worry so fingers crossed we don't find any more bugs or any more broken yarn in my stash Ugh, what a pain now the other thing I've been using this week which I have told you about before in my newsletter because it, I, I heard about it a few months ago and I have used it a little bit but the other thing I've been using a lot this week is an app on my phone and it's called Notability it's a free app and I just downloaded downloaded it from the app store and it is 
an app where you can upload a document like a knitting pattern and then you can write all over it so you've got lots of options you can move it around with a little hand so you can look in large parts and make parts smaller and flick through the pages you can there's a little pencil icon so you can actually write on it I mean I write on it I've been using it to mark rows so I've just been doing stripes you know and then crossing them through for every five five rows you can also type but I find the text goes a bit big on my phone. I need to play around and make the text smaller. I'm sure it's possible. And the other thing I've been using, which is fantastic, is the highlighter. So when I've finished a row of a repeat, I just flick my finger across the chart, because I like knitting from charts, but you could do it on rows too. And I just mark it off with my highlighter. And it makes it so easy to follow charts. And it's on my phone. I believe you can put it on your iPad um, or, or any, um, I think it's, just for Apple but I could be wrong about that actually uh, yeah go and have a look I, I could be wrong but at the moment I've got an Apple iPhone and iPad so I've been using it on those but it is fantastic so what it means is when I grab my knitting and walk out the door I can just grab my I don't have to print off any patterns I can just chuck my knitting in my bag or my project bag just grab my project bag and I've already got my patterns on my phone. So I can just open up my patterns, see exactly where I'm up to and mark off as I'm going along. It's just been so easy, especially because I'm working on three at the same time. So I really recommend it, the Notability app. I can't remember who told me about it, but you know who you are. And thank you very much for telling me. It's been absolutely fantastic. I, I've actually been using it as well when I've been um, knitting up my own knitting patterns and I've been uploading the draft copy to it so I can make corrections as I go along I can add things in and then I can go back later and adjust the final pattern it's really really useful I thoroughly recommend it I should have been doing some sewing this week but I just haven't had time with all the knitting on my needles so I'm not feeling too bad about it I've got a top that I cut out from the latest Merchant and Mills book their workbook and it's cut on the bias I think I talked to you about it last time and it's still sitting in the same state as it was last time I talked to you I just need something to reinforce the seams but I but look it's actually cold today so I'm probably not going to wear it in a hurry I also bought a new pattern because I just had to buy it and so I've bought the Luna Pants pattern from Made by Ray it's brand new it's really cute pattern it's a drawstring waist actually no it's an elastic waist and elastic at the bottom of the feet and I might look like a clown when I wear them but I think they look super comfortable and I just don't care so I'm gonna make mine I've got three fabric choices to make mine with I might even make three I showed everyone on Instagram and there was a total mixture of opinions about which one I should use. I've got some lovely cherry with some stitching on top and I've got a fabulous Liberty print which actually looks like pyjamas but oh well, with the right top it might pass for trousers. And I've also got some lime green paisley really retro looking fabric which would also make cute summery trousers so I'm so looking forward to getting them started I'm hoping that over Christmas I'll have a bit of time before I start working really on my patterns again I'm going to have a bit of a breather and I'm hoping I'll have some time to do some sewing and actually knock myself up a few more bits and pieces because I've got a washi dress over there that I'm keen to do and actually a lot of you have told me that you want to do a washi dress sew along so shall we do that shall we do that in the new year I think in New Zealand where it is summer and you'll really want it now 
lots of people will be on holiday through the early part of January. So I'm thinking that come mid to late January, I'll do a sew along for the washi dress. So if you're keen, just let me know so I know how many people are interested. I might run it via Instagram. I'll post all my pictures over to Facebook too, but a sew along on Instagram is quite fun because then we can all tag our photos and we can all see what each other are doing. It's, it's I like sew alongs on Instagram. So just let me know if you want to join in. You'll need the washi dress pattern. You'll need some fabric. I think you'll need, I think it's about three yards, but do check the pattern before you take that as, don't take that as gospel. Um, and you'll need some elastic because it has shearing at the back. I know a few of you are nervous about shearing. It's not, don't be worried. It's fine. It's it's really simple. It looks hard, but actually it's fine. So I can just talk you through it all as we go along. When I did my sew along last time for the saltwater skirt, I just posted tips every day of, of um things that you might find helpful. So I think I'll do the same thing. So if I've got any extra tips or tricks to help you out with the washi dress, I will post those. And what we'll do is we'll break it down into little pieces so that it's not overwhelming and we'll knit, we'll probably sew it over about, I don't know, 10 days, two weeks, so that we've all got lots of time to get it done. And then if you miss a day or two, you can easily catch up another day. So tell me if you're keen, that'll be really good. I think that's about all I had to tell you today. I'm, I need to have something to eat. I'm really hungry. I've been busy this morning getting my pokiha pattern out. So don't forget you can get a discount on that if you're in quick over the weekend with the code pokiha15. I've been getting ready to record my podcast. I've just been making some plans. Of course, I got the kids off to school. This is my last, well, actually, it's my last Friday before they finish. I've still got Monday and then they break up on Tuesday for the summer at lunchtime. So that's it. I might be a little spasmodic after that. We'll see how I go. I've got another interview for you next week, though. I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's a fun one. It's from my Our Wardrobe Stories series, and that will just keep running. Um, I've got a few more lined up for next year. So I think there's about another three or four to come in the series after this. So keep your ears peeled. They'll pop up every now and then, and I hope you enjoy them. I'm really enjoying making them. They're so much fun. So look out for that next Friday. Have a fabulous weekend. Do lots of knitting. Take some time out. Don't rush around too much. That's what I'm going to try and do. I've got to take some photos for a new shawl that I'm putting out next year. And it'll be the first one that I'm not in the photos. It's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? My sister-in-law has kindly offered to model a pattern for me, which is great because the colours of it are really, they really suit her. So... I think she'll look pretty fabulous in it. I can't wait to show you. Have a fabulous weekend. I'll see you later. Bye. Is it a scarf or is it half of a sweater? From what I've heard, it could be a third of a puncher. There's no excuse now not to be knitting because you can do it standing and you can do it sitting. Is it a hat? Or is it the start of a blanket? Maybe a ball, or even a shawl for a baby. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, cause you can do it standing, and you can do it sitting. Take out your needles, yeah, we're casting on. One, two, three, four, five, but once I got a fish love you, you can do it, Mary. You can do it, John. 
some of the homely creation. Wait and see, it might even be for a teapot. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, cause you can do it standing, and you can do it sitting. Take out your needle, yeah, yeah, we're casting on. Once I got a fish alive, you can do it, Mary. Yeah, you can do it, Mary. You can do it, Mary. And you can do it, John.